to Sacrifice to Success podcast. My name is David Weaver, and I am the owner of The Forgotten Heart Project. My mission is to help others create freedom in every aspect of their life. In this season of the podcast, we are talking life, business, and what makes you feel alive. We are speaking with business owners and entrepreneurs from all over hearing about the sacrifices, the learnings, the twists, the turns, the ups and downs, and the successes that they have had in life and business. These are their stories. All right. Welcome, everybody. I am excited to have my guest, Ryan Hay, with us today. How's it going, Ryan? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. So let's just start with the basics. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what your company is. Yeah, uh, my name is Ryan Hay. Uh, I live in Austin, Texas. My company is Oakman Building Company. We're a residential uh, builder, remodeler, um, work uh, all over central Austin. Um, so yeah. Nice. Awesome. So uh, did you start the business yourself? Like, Take us back to the beginning. How did this all begin? Yeah, so I have a uh, graduated from uh, Texas State University with a business degree. I, after college, I really didn't know where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. Um, moved back home with my parents, um, was looking at sales jobs, different opportunities there. Nothing was really appealing to me. Um, my cousin, actually, someone that she worked with in her elementary school said, hey, my husband works for this home builder. You should have your cousin go check it out. And I said, I'm not an engineer. I don't have a engineering background. Like, you know, I'm just a, a business major. I don't know how to build a house. And she said, just do it anyways. You know, maybe, maybe something will happen. I did. And they interviewed me and uh, told me about this job of construction management and building houses outside. Um, all sounded really amazing and ended up getting the job and immediately fell in love with the process of, of home building, of being outside, you know, taking something from nothing, um, from an empty lot all the way up to a family moving in, um, immediately fell in love with the whole process. Um, so spent about three or four years at the residential, at that production home builder, um, 08 happened and, uh, uh, they went that, that builder went from building 2,500 homes a year to zero. Um, wow. I was lucky enough to jump on with a commercial contractor building a downtown uh, custom uh, condominiums in a high-rise, 32-story high-rise condominium. Um, so got on there, spent about three years there. Then I said, hey, I've done uh, houses, I've done commercial, and I had an opportunity to do heavy civil, which is like roads and bridges. Um, mm. Did that for a couple of years. And so just spent, you know, the first 10 or 12 years of my career in all different facets of construction. Um, I told myself when I got out of home building that I would never, ever build a house for anybody ever again. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> sick of the blue tape and the nitpicking and everybody calling your baby ugly uh, at the end of it. Um, and me, you know, trying to be proud of it. Um, but anyway, uh, me and my buddy were watching a football game, he drinking a beer he said, Hey, I'm going to build a custom home. And I was like, dude, I used to do that. I used to build houses. Let me do it. And we were just young and dumb enough to him. Let me do it. I had never built a house in Austin, never built a house. Austin's pretty hilly, never built okay. a house on a hill. Houston is flat. So all of my houses were just, you know, flat, never done anything on a hill. 
never done anything custom, never done anything this big. And um, yeah, so started a, started an LLC, bought insurance. And when I was creating the LLC to build his house, I was also looking at how to, you know, uh, uh, terminate an LLC or, you know, at the end of this, because I figured no one's going to hire me to do this. Uh, you know, it's my first one. So, um, so um, one thing led to another, he hired an architect. We found, I found a, a, a lot uh, kind of close to my house and he bought it and we just, it, it started. Um, I was, you know, really lucky and blessed. He's still, uh, likes to um, take credit for my company and and where we are today, but um, yeah. So that architect gave us said, "Hey, I've got two more remodels. Do you want to look at them?" And I was like, "Okay," and got those under contract. And next thing I knew, I was off and running and had a little home building company. Nice. That's super cool. <laughs> it's so so interesting. Like most people don't start out opening an LLC thinking about how to close it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But, um, also did, do you, was, was this all, did this just all kind of developed as you, you got older, you just trying things out. You never had any like childhood dreams of building houses or anything in that world. No, I, as a, as a kid, I grew up in an, in a neighborhood, like a production neighborhood that was that, you know, houses were being built all around me. I thought it was cool. Um, but I never like saw this as a career path ever until I got a job offer to do it. Um, I never saw this as something, uh, that I would be doing, but I'm now, you know, having my company for a couple of years and being in construction for this long, I can't imagine my life doing anything, anything differently. So, yeah, cool. So, so tell me how, uh, how it feels like th there's, cause obviously you've had lots of jobs in the same industry, but now mm -hmm. being the business owner, being the entrepreneur, tell me about how that, the differences are there for you. Um, for me, um, you know, I love being my own boss. Um, I love having, you know, the freedom ability to, you know, handle and build and do the, you know, operate the way that I like. Um, I had, you know, like everybody, good bosses and bad bosses. Uh, when I work for companies, um, some of those old bosses are still mentors to me and guys that I call on because um, now they're running. You know, they're vice presidents of construction companies and different things. And so, uh, being able to have you know the ones that I looked up to when I was uh, working for somebody else. Um, so, yeah, it just it's crazy that um, I never really had anyone necessarily working for me other than the skilled, you know, the trade guys in the field. And mm -hmm. now uh, I have project managers and I have, you know, a staff under me that, uh, that we work together and um, it's pretty wild. So. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally different ball game and like, mm -hmm. just working, taking care of yourself and now responsible for all these, these different people. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. So where are you now? How big is the company and how many people are working for you? Yeah. So uh, last year, our revenue was about two and a half million. Uh, we are planning to top 3 million this year. Um, five total employees. I have two project managers that are out in the field, you know, building the houses every day. I have an in-house uh, estimator office manager position and a um, on-staff bookkeeper as well. And then myself, um, so we're doing, you know, we're operating, you know, building anywhere from four to five houses at a time. Um, our, our 
our ideal client is a, a full full house remodel, um, larger project, um, also new construction as well. So, okay, cool, awesome. So, um, what have been a couple of challenges that you've faced along the way in growing and building this company? Um, one, figuring out you know what the right thing to charge my customers is, and figuring out what our markup and our profit margin needs to be to be a, a healthy company. Um, I, when I first started, you know, those first couple of remodels that I took on, I remember line iteming out all that, the construction activities that we were going to do on that project. And then at the bottom, putting cost plus 10% and being like, looking at that number and being like, no one's ever going to pay me that amount of money <laughs> to do this job. And then and then, uh, you know, knocking it back a couple of percent and then figuring out, hey, actually, that's that's not a lot of money and 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 growing and and figuring out going to cost plus 15 and then cost plus 20 and then up from there. Um, that's that's been a challenge because if you don't, you know, some of these projects take a year to build and there's no renegotiating that markup once you realize mm. it's too small. Um, yeah. And so figuring out the value um, of what you bring and what you cost. And, you know, I have to make a salary. I have a, a family to take care of and a mortgage and um, every like everybody else. And so figuring, you know, that's been one of those growth things is like figuring out what we're worth and what our value is. And then um, to now being, you know, I say unapologetically, but one of the more expensive builders uh, in the area, but at the same time, we do a good job in what we do and we bring value to the, to the job. And so, um, so we get hired based on that. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. I think it's, it's really interesting because I feel like a lot of us experience that in whatever industry of being a business owner, entrepreneur, where you're like, no one will ever pay me this much, you know? And then as you get a few years down the road, you realize like, Oh, actually like that's not even sustainable or realistic. Yeah. Like you can't mm -hmm. even pay taxes, you know? Right. And so, yeah, it's, it's an interesting evolution that I think, you know, a lot of people go through in the entrepreneurial Absolutely. world. I met a builder uh, two weeks ago was the international builder show in Orlando. And I met a builder from Texas and we started talking and, you know, the, the conversation goes to markup and he's like, he's like, what are you charging? I said, you know, 25 to 35%. And, He's like, eyes got real big. I was like, wait, what are you charging? He's like, 11. I said, no, 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 dude, you gotta, you gotta raise those prices, buddy. I was like, your next person that calls you on the phone, you're 20%. Look at me. You're 20%. <laughs> you can't survive on 11, dude. Uh, so it feels good to pass that, that knowledge along to, to some of the younger guys that are starting out, uh, you know, and this market is, is crazy. So there are a lot of guys that are just, you know, breaking off and, and doing their own thing. Now there's tons of opportunity in Austin and Texas. And so um, being able to be a mentor to those guys is something that I really enjoy and, and, and like doing, and also like being a mentee to people that are the, the kind of what I see as the next level and the more established builders and, and that sort of thing. So it's a, it's a fun way to kind of pass along information. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So uh, I know your dad, you mentioned uh, before we were talking. So how, how have you found it to be, you know, dad, husband, business owner, and balancing everything that goes in with that? Oh, it's a challenge. Um, you know, I, I enjoy working. I feel like I have a, um, you know, it's like going back to what we talked about and working for somebody else and 
you know, I definitely feel like the more hours I put in to, to this, to, to my company, the, you know, the, I can advance it more and, and build more and I can be more productive and bring more money in the more that I work. But also, you know, there is that family balance um, and, and being there for my kids. And the one good thing about being a, a, an owner is that I, I can get up in the morning and, you know, I, I schedule out my days pretty rigorous, rigorously. So being able to work from home in the morning, take my kids to school, still show up at the office. Um, I work at night after I put the kids to bed. Um, so it's a balancing act, you know, and, and it's always a challenge and, and my wife works as well. Um, and so we're always, it is nice that I have my own business. So if I need to leave and take the kids to, a something, I can do that. And, um, it's just a matter of, you know, making up that time. And, and I work some odd hours sometimes to, to get in the, the time that I need, um, to, to make this thing run. So, but always a challenge. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's cool to have, have that flexibility though, like you said. Mm -hmm. All right. So what would you say are one or two things that you're, you're most proud of like success that you have created? Uh, Definitely where we've come in a, in a relatively short amount of time. Um, Oakman's been around for going on. I think this will be our seventh year in business and already having the number of employees and and having built the really cool homes that we've done um, and, and having something that, that I started, you know, call it a hobby uh, when I was a hot, you know, doing it almost as a hobby for a buddy and now being a legit business and, um, you know, building these cool houses that the coolest part is on Saturday is loading up my son and going driving jobs and, and, and showing him, uh, you know, what we do and letting him walk around framed houses. And he's always like, dad, did you build that house? Did you build that house? I'm like, I didn't build them all. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we'd love to, but, um, and showing him and, and showing him something tangible that I'm working on every day while he's at school and I'm here. Um, but you know, that tangible aspect of, of having something complete that someone else is able to enjoy and use and raise their family in and stuff. Um, and take him hopefully for years to come and show him all the houses that, that we've built around town. So uh, that's really cool. Yeah, I love it. And just like the cool, you know, knowing that everything that you're creating is like a safe, cool place for other families and other people to like go live their best life. You know, mm-hmm. that's a really, really cool part of your, your work. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, if you had a magic wand, what would you want to create in your business? Oh man, <laughs> more revenue, more people, more projects. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, this is always the challenge of like a growing business is, is having the people in place to take on more work versus taking on more work and figuring out the people. And so we're in that, that constant, you know, if, uh, you know, I feel sometimes maxed out and, and busy and, and slammed. And then that next architect that we've been wanting to work for, for three years calls and says, Hey, I finally got a project for you. Um, so it'd be nice that I could wave a magic wand and have another amazing, uh, experienced project manager and estimator that I could just bring out of the dugout and, and put them into the game. Um, but yeah. it, you know that's part of the part of the challenge, and um, and 
you know, we're working on that every day is figuring out how to grow this thing, how to do it right, how to not get the cart ahead of the horse and do it smartly and, and responsibly. So, yeah, that's a great answer. I love that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So where can people find out more information about you? Um, so Instagram, Oakman Building Company, Oakman Building Co. is our Instagram handle. Uh, we're showing off projects that completed projects, stuff under construction, uh, building techniques, you know, trying to trying to show people the right way to build a house um, and, and then showing off completed houses. Um, our website, buildoakman.com. Um, those are two main places where, where, we're, where, we, where we are socially. So awesome. Okay. And uh, what would you, what would you leave with somebody? What advice might you give somebody who is, you know, maybe in an earlier stage of business than you are and like something you wish, ah, I wish somebody had told me that. Um, you know, there, you know, there is no easy path to success. It takes hard work. It takes determination. Um, it was really enlightening to me, to talk to other people in my industry uh, and, and in local builders in Austin that, oh man, someone else has, you know, painted these cabinets the wrong color and screwed something up and they, mm. you know, they've, they're, they're okay. And realizing that, you know, all people in, whether it's building or any other industry, you know, a lot of people are facing the same, you know, heartaches, troubles, you know, fighting the same battles that you are. I've got a, there's a, builder that's just about the same size as we are across the hall in our office. And we joke mm-hmm. about it all the time. You're, you're fighting for uh, right now to get your subs on the job because they're all busy and you're fighting the price increases that are going on and you're fighting the city to get, you know, your inspections. That's like, we're fighting the same thing. Um, and it's just, just doing it in our own way in the best way that we know how. So when you think, you know, I used to be so, if we made a mistake, which, you know, we, we've made a few big ones and small ones over the years, and it's not rare that we go through a project and don't do something silly, you know, because of whatever reason. Um, but yeah. just to know that you're not the only one there, uh, you know, other people have, have made that mistake and uh, you're not alone in that. So, um, and also finding mentors and reaching out to people that you see in your industry, whatever it is, and, and reach out to them, take them to lunch, buy them a cup of coffee, pick their brain. Um, I was really set on finding like the mentor for me, like the Michael Jordan of mentors for me. And someone told me, he's like, you're going to go through a hundred mentors before you get to the one that you really click with. So Mm. go through as many people as, you know, speed dating, go, go, you may get like (laughs) one tidbit from one mentor and the next guy that you buy a cup of coffee may offer you months and a lifelong friendship. So it's just, it's really quantity over quality until you find that one uh, that you click with. So. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. We can, we can always learn something from anybody, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Ryan. I really appreciate your time and it was great to hear your story and your, your journey along the way. Absolutely, man. Thanks a lot for having me on. I enjoyed it. You bet. Thank you for listening to Sacrifice to Success podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please check out the link in the show notes and you can find all of the details there. 
If you got something out of this interview, would you please take a moment to share on social media? You can just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to somebody or post it on the socials. Let's see if we can change the narrative of social media and post valuable, positive content. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, please go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they mean a lot to me. If you'd like to know more, go to my website, davidweavercoach.com, or you can follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Those links are also in the show notes. And I do also have a free training on my website as well. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you.